Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Good morning, my name is Grant and I will be the conference call operator today. At this time, I would like to welcome everyone to London Gold's tw- second quarter 2021 results conference call. All lines have been placed on mute in order to ba- prevent any background noise. After the speaker's remarks, there will be a question and answer session. If you, you would like to ask a question during this time, simply press star, then the number one on your touchtone keypad. If you would like to withdraw your question, please press star followed by two. Thank you. Mr. Hoxstein, you may now begin your conference. Thank you, Grant, and good morning, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well and have been enjoying the summer so far. Thank you for joining us on this conference call today. We're Alessandro Batelli, Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer, and I are going to take you through our results for the second quarter of 2021. To begin with, I'll provide an overview of several key milestones achieved in the second quarter, give an update on operations at Fruta del Norte, and discuss several important driving catalysts to keep an eye out for during the second half of the year. After that, Alessandra will discuss her financial results in more detail before I finish things off with my concluding remarks. We will then open the call for questions. Please note Lending Gold's disclaimers on this slide. This discussion includes forward-looking information. Actual future results may differ from expected results for a variety of reasons described in the caution regarding forward-looking information and statements section of our press release. Lending Gold is a U.S. dollar reporting entity, and all amounts in this presentation refer to U.S. dollars unless otherwise indicated. I would like to kick off this conference call today by concentrating on our 2020 sustainability report, which we published in June. We believe that our sustainability performance is inextricably intertwined with our overall success. And this report highlights how we integrate sustainability into our daily work. I'm proud of our results to date and plans for the future. Our fifth annual sustainability report outlined London Gold's progress on its ESG performance in 2020 and provides direction on planned initiatives for the coming years. 2020 was a year in which the company transitioned its sustainability programs to an operational focus. As a result, and in part due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the company's community engagement, community investment, and local content strategies were refocused. Given the transition operations, it is essential that our approach to sustainability evolves to reflect new challenges and opportunities. As such, we've established a new five-year sustainability strategy, which includes eight strategic pillars, climate change, community infrastructure, community well-being, environmental stewardship, health and safety, human rights, lasting economic opportunities, and responsible resource governance. This strategy will guide us in our efforts to build off our programs and initiatives to date and drive sustainable development in Zamora Chinchipe. 
We have placed greater emphasis on several emerging themes, such as climate change and resource governance, and have created a measurement framework to better understand the true impacts of Fruit del Norte in the projects we implement. Supported by an impact management framework, the strategy will guide decision-making by senior management, Fruit del Norte leadership, and our field-based teams. For more information, the 2020 Sustainability Report can be found on our corporate website. As an integral part of its sustainability program, Lundy Gold has long prioritized actions to improve the quality of local education, particularly in Fruit del Norte's area of influence. As such, I'm pleased to report on our initiative to provide critical access to online education for students in rural communities close to Fruit del Norte, who have been out of school since the onset of the pandemic. The Estamos Conectados project, which was launched in early 2021, improves internet infrastructure and provides teachers and children enrolled in local schools with the necessary training and equipment to facilitate online learning. Since March 2020, local schools have been closed due to the pandemic. And as a result, children are challenged to learn remotely in communities where local internet infrastructure is weak or non-existent and without appropriate equipment to access the internet. This, the project entails the establishment of fiber optic connections, free Wi-Fi access points in each of the communities, special connections for communities where fiber optic is not viable, internet for the school in Los Cuentros, other infrastructure improvements, and support and training for teachers to support remote learning. In addition, and marking a significant milestone in the project, all 1,370 tablets have been purchased and distributed to each and every student in the Los Encuentros Parish, as well as several other rural communities close to Fruta del Norte. Upgrades have also been completed to increase the internet speed at the local school in Los Encuentros, enabling 73 teachers to work virtually with students during the ongoing pandemic. The installation of fiber optic infrastructure to provide improved internet service to the local communities benefiting nearly 1,000 families is well underway. I would like to once again thank those service providers and lenders that have committed to support this initiative financially. We continue to work on this ongoing project and look forward to providing updates on its development over the coming months. I'm also extremely happy to announce that the construction of our bridge over the Zomar River was completed and inaugurated during the second quarter of 2021 and is now being used to access site. The Zamora River Bridge enables a far more efficient and shorter route for trucks and vehicles to come in and out of Fruta del Norte. Before the bridge was available, the route was about 32 kilometers longer on roads that were in poor condition and went through several villages. The new route now allows vehicles to remain on the national highway before turning off to cross the bridge and then shortly thereafter joining our north access road. The bridge will reduce our transportation costs and will also reduce any risks associated with passing through the local villages. This bridge, while built to achieve efficient transportation to and from Fruta del Norte, is also available for public use and greatly facilitates transportation for people in the local communities. I want to thank the team involved in the construction of this bridge for the efficiency and hard work that was put into completing this project on time, on budget, and with an excellent safety performance. Now let's turn our attention 
to lending gold's results for the second quarter of 2021. Cruz del Norte has once again delivered strong production and operating results in the second quarter of 2021, with production of 108,799 ounces of gold, consisting of 66,721 ounces in concentrate and 42,078 ounces as Dore. Sales were higher at 125,412,000 ounces during the quarter, consisting of 80,486 ounces of concentrate and 44,926 ounces of Dore. The difference between ounces produced and ounces sold was principally due to the high sales in April, which was the result of processing very high-grade ore during the latter part of March which resulted in effectively double the amount of gold inventory at March 31st, 2021, compared to December 31st, 2020. Record quarterly mine operating performance was achieved in the second quarter with 397,640 tons mined. Underground mine development continued as planned with a total of 2.4 kilometers of development completed with development rates averaging 25.9 meters per day during the quarter. On the processing side, we processed 346,561 tons of ore at an average record average throughput of 3,808 tons per day. The average grade of ore milled was 11.1 grams per ton and average recovery was 88.2%. We continue to fine tune the processing plant to improve recoveries as we mine and process different types of ore. The throughput expansion modifications are also expected to improve mill recoveries through the additional retention time in the flotation circuits. During the first half of 2021, London Gold has produced 212,936 ounces of gold at an average head grade of 11.2 grams per ton. An average recovery was 88%. Year to date, the company's average all-in sustaining cost is $764 per ounce sold. While guidance for 2021 remains unchanged, with production of 380,000 to 420,000 ounces of gold expected of Fruit del Norte, the company now anticipates ending the year closer to the upper end of this range. Likewise, while maintaining its all-in sustaining cost guidance for 20, 2021 at between $770 and $830 per ounce of gold sold, calculated on a con basis consistent with prior periods, we expect to be nearer to the lower end of the range provided. Before I discuss our expansion and exploration driven programs, I'd like to provide an update on the South Ventilation Race. As disclosed in prior quarters, the South Ventilation Race, or SVR, has been under construction for some time, and accordingly, its scheduled completion date pushed forward. We have recently decided to revise the approach for the SVR. While the original plan involved a 5.1 meter raise, the new plan involves a smaller diameter 2.1 meter raise, followed by slashing to 5.1 meters and concrete lining of the raise. The risks of continuing to 5.1 meter raise were too great, and this alternative plan, we believe, reduces longer term maintenance of the raise and geotechnical risks. In addition to the switch to a slash and line approach, we're also doing geotechnical drilling of an alternative location if needed. Based on this approach, 
the slash in line approach, the new estimated timeline for completion of the SBR is the second quarter of 2022. Importantly, there is no anticipated impact on production for 2021 or 2022 as a result of this revised work plan. Operational excellence is only one of our four pillars of value creation. And as such, we continue to advance the throughput expansion program, the resource expansion program, and are making headway with our regional exploration program. The throughput program to increase the mill throughput by 20% from 3,500 to 4,200 ton per day is continuing on schedule and on budget with significant progress made on structural works in the flotation and concrete filter areas during the quarter. By the end of the quarter, construction completion was at 18%, but now as of the end of July, was at 42% complete as equipment is now being installed. The ramp up of the mill to 4,200 ton per day is anticipated to begin in early Q4. Sustaining capital during the second quarter of 2021 mainly focused on the completion of the first raise of the Fruchin and Arte tailings dam and the start immediately thereafter of the second raise, the resource expansion and the resource expansion drilling program. Resource expansion drilling at Fruchin del Norte is well underway, targeting infill drilling of gaps in the existing indicated resource and conversion of a portion of the inferred resource at the south end of the deposit. The company remains on schedule with this planned 10,000 meter drill program. And during the first half of 21, 2021, 7,376 meters were drilled and results are expected in the fourth quarter of 2021. The company's 9,000 meter regional exploration drilling program began at the end of March, 2021. This program is focused on two high priority targets, Barbasco and Puente Princesa, to test for buried mineralization in a geological setting similar to that of Fruta del Norte. Drilling began on a section central to the Barbasco anomaly with two holes completed to a depth of approximately 1,000 meters each. The drill rigs were then moved 400 meters south where two additional holes were completed. As of the end of the quarter, approximately 3,600 meters have been drilled, with assay results expected to be released in the fourth quarter. Subsequent to the end of the quarter, the two holes were completed, and one of the rigs has moved a further 200 meters to the southeast, and the other is preparing to move. Due to the slow start of the drilling campaign to date, the company is evaluating starting the Puente Princesa drilling while continue drilling on the Barbasco target. Now I'd like to turn the call over to Alessandro for a more detailed look at the financial results. Alessandro. Thank you, Ron, and hello, everyone. Let me start with two overall comments. First, our second quarter strong financial performance, including our highest quarterly operating cash flows, is the results of record production in the mine and at the plant consistent high-grade ore as per our resource modeling and very efficient operations. Second, you will recall that production at FTN was suspended during the second quarter of 2020 because of the COVID pandemic. Therefore, results for this quarter are hardly comparable to the same quarter in 2020. And allow me to point out how far we have come in one short year of operations 
thanks to our incredible team at FTN. Now, in the second quarter of 2021, the company recognized revenues of 216 million from the sale of, of 125,000 ounces of gold, consisting of 80,486 ounces of concentrate and 44,926 ounces of dore, at an average realized gold price of 1,773 per ounce. This is offset by cost of goods sold of 106 million, which is comprised of operating expenses of 62 million royalties of 12.6 million, and depletion and depreciation of 31 million, resulting in 111 million of income from mining operation in the quarter. Over the first half of the year, Landing Gold has recognized revenues of 356 million, and income from mining operation of 175 million from sales of 207,000 ounces of gold. Landing Gold generated net income of 50 million during the second quarter of 2021, bringing the first half of the year total to 136 million. Net income this quarter includes a derivative loss of 26 million as a result of an increase in the fair value of gold prepay and stream loan facilities, driven by higher forward gold price compared to March 31, 2021. This is a non-cash item, and the volatile nature of these derivative gains and losses, also seen in prior quarters, is expected to continue given the volatility of forward gold prices. The MDNA provides a detailed explanation of the impact of fair value accounting of these two credit facilities and the determination of derivative gains and losses. Deducted in arriving and netting and for the quarter are finance expense of almost $12 million, other expenses totally $6 million, and income tax expense of $17 million. During the second quarter of 2020, a net loss of 64 million was generated, primarily from costs incurred during the suspension of operations of 26 million, as well as derivative losses of 25 million and finance expense of 14 million. Current income tax expense is based on estimated net income for tax purposes in Ecuador, relating to operations at Foot of the Norte. In addition to corporate income taxes in Ecuador, which are levied at the rate of 22%, Current income tax expense includes an accrual for the portion of profit sharing payable to the government of Ecuador, which is calculated at the rate of 12% of the estimated net income, tax for, net, net income for tax purposes for the quarter. The employee portion of profit sharing payable calculated at the rate of 3% of net income for tax purposes is considered an employee benefit and is included in operating expenses. Corporate income taxes accrued to the end of June 2030 2021 are partially offset by tax credits available for use by the company. Actual income taxes and profit sharing payable to the government of Ecuador and the employees will be based on 2021 fiscal results and payable in 2022. During the second quarter, Landing Gold generated record operating cash flow of 142 million, or 61 cents per share. The total operating cash flow generated in the first half of the year was 217 million, or 94 cents per share. We expect the company to continue to generate significant operating cash flows during the balance of 2021 based on our guidance and current gold prices. Adjusted earnings exclude specific items that are significant but not reflective of the underlying operating activities of the company. Presently, for lending gold, these derivative gains or losses with these relate to derivative gains or losses with, um, with related income tax effects. 
As a result, excluding the derivative losses of 26 million and a related income tax recovery of $800,000, adjusted basic earnings of 75 million were realized in the second quarter of 2021, or 32 cents per share. On the same basis, our first half of the year adjusted earnings amounted to 112 million, or 48 cents per share. Cash operating costs for the quarter were 596 per ounce of gold sold. Our lowest quarterly cash operating costs since achieving commercial production in February 2021. Cash operating costs were lower than previous quarters due to high production and sales, continued efficiencies in operations, and increased recoveries. Lower cash operating costs also results, resulted in a lower ASIC. All in sustaining costs achieved in the second quarter total a low $720 per ounce of gold sold, enabling a first half of the year ASIC of $764 per ounce of gold sold. We calculate these non-IFRS measures based on gold ounces sold. For reference, all in sustaining costs include operating costs, royalties, corporate social responsibility costs, treatment and refining charges, accretion of restoration provision, and sustaining capital, net of silver revenue. As I mentioned earlier, lending gold generated a total of 142 million of operating cash flow in the second quarter of 2021. This resulted in 192 million in a working of cash and a working capital balance of 109 million at June 30th, 2021 compared to cash of 94 million and a working capital balance of 57 million at the beginning of the quarter. The change in cash during the second quarter of 2021 was primarily due to cash generated from operating activities of 142 million and proceeds from the exercise of stock option and anti-dilution rights of 8.3 million. This is offset by principal interest repayments under the loans facilities totaling 36 million and cash outflows of 16.7 million for capital expenditures, including costs for the remaining initial construction activities, the expansion project, and sustaining capital. The company expects to continue generating strong operating cash flow during the balance of 2021 based on its production and ASIC guidance. The strong operating cash flow will support debt repayments, regional exploration, and underground expansion during the total of Norte and plan capital expenditures, including the throughput expansion project, and also solidify our treasury position going forward. Monthly payments under the stream facility will be based on seven and three quarters and 100% of gold and silver ounces sold, respectively, calculated at the current gold and silver prices at the end of each month, less $400 and $4 per ounce, respectively. Stream payments are calculated in due based on final assays from smelters and refinery. Therefore, there is not necessarily a direct correlation between stream repayments and gold ounces produced or sold in a given period, which are based on mine site assays. Quarterly payments under the gold prepay facilities facility are expected to be based on the current value of 9,775 ounces of gold at the end of each quarter. Scheduled variable, variable quarterly repayments of the senior debt facilities will total 33 million for the remainder of 2021, with lower repayments in the third quarter compared to the fourth quarter of the year. The company is working towards achieving construction completion as defined under the senior debt facilities in 2021. Upon achieving this milestone, additional quarterly principal repayments based on 30% of Futter and Norte's excess cash flow 
also defined term in the senior debt facilities will also commence. The current portion of long-term debt includes an estimate of additional quarterly principal repayments as a result of reaching completion in 2021. In summary, another record quarter of production underpinning our strong financial results. A more detailed discussion of our financial results can be found in the MDNA, and I refer you to this document for more information. Now I'd like to turn the call back over to Ron. Thanks, Alessandro. Fruitdale Norte continues to perform exceptionally well, and I'm delighted with the team's continued efforts to further optimize and enhance operations. Once again, record production during the second quarter of 2021 underpins our strong financial performance. In the first half of the year, we generated 217 million in operating cash flow and ended the quarter with a cash balance of 192.2 million which supports debt payments, exploration, and plan to capital expenditures. The resulting strong treasury will also provide the opportunity to evaluate increased exploration activities, future potential expansion, and other growth opportunities. Looking towards the second half of 2021 and further into the future, we at London Gold have identified four key pillars to drive shareholder value, operational excellence, and as I've already outlined, we anticipate achieving gold production in the upper range of our 2021 guidance. Construction continues on the expansion program to increase mill throughput by 20%. Construction completion was at 42% as of July 31st. And completion is expected early in Q4, consistent with our previously outlined plans. The revised work plan on the SVR is already underway and completion of the SVR is now expected in the second quarter of 2022. As I stated before, there's no anticipated impact on production forecasts for 2021 or 2022 as a result of this delay and this revised work plan. The company remains on schedule its planned 10,000 meter underground resource expansion program and is considering expanding it. This program began in the first quarter Second rake started in May, and as of July 31st, 16 holes have been completed. Drilling rates have been on target since the second rake began drilling, and results are expected during the fourth quarter. And finally, drilling is continuing on Barbasco. Initial results in this program are expected by the fourth quarter as well. While continuing to drill the Barbasco target, we are evaluating the expansion of the program to commence drilling in parallel at Puente Princesa at the Puente Princesa target before the end of 2021. Before finishing, I'd like to thank everyone at London Gold for their outstanding work during this quarter. The team continues to push the boundaries of what is possible, not only in the mine and mill, but also within the framework of ESG. We cannot rest on our laurels and will continue to focus on optimizing and enhancing our processes and programs in the future. I would also like to take this opportunity on behalf of everyone at London Gold to thank Isvan Zoli for his contribution on the Board of Directors over the last few years. In his place, the Board has welcomed Dr. Gillian Davidson, who brings a wealth of experience and expertise in sustainability and chairs the Health, Safety, Environment and Sustainability Committee. As always, 
I'm excited for future developments and updates in 2021. I believe that Lending Gold has positioned itself well to continue generating strong shareholder value for years to come. Thank you for your continued support. With that, I will now open the call to questions. Over to you, Grant. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer session. Should you have a question, please press the star followed by the one on your touchtone phone. You will hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request, and your questions will be polled in the order that they are received. Should you wish to decline from the polling process, please press the star followed by the two. If you're using a speakerphone, please lift the handset before pressing any keys. Your first question comes from Bryce Adams from CIDC Capital Markets. Please go ahead. Good morning. Thanks for taking the question. Uh, Ron, the SBR has been a big challenge. I hope you're able to celebrate that completion in Q2. Uh, so my first question is on ventilation without the SBR. What's the total ventilation uh, in cubic metres per second that you're able to supply to the underground? And how far is ventilation being forced at the furthest point, I guess, at the decline phase? Yeah, I'll, I'll have to get back to you. Uh, well, thanks, Bryce. Yes, definitely we'll be celebrating when this thing is finished. Um, I'll have to get back to you with that uh, the cubic meters per second that we're sending down there. I don't have that number right at the tip of my tongue here. But we are, we are able to push air through a series of booster fans that we've installed, and the team continues to you know, it's you got to pay attention to the small things like vent bags and all that type of thing to really make sure you're you're getting your your ventilation system as as efficient as possible. But we are able to work essentially. It's uh, right out to the face. We even have our uh, when you if you see the the drawings there for the expiration on that one slide, the, even ventilation all the way out to those drifts for the expiration. And uh, it's more on the levels, Bryce, that we're having to move the air around so that we can operate it on different levels and so what we do sometimes have to do is shift production from one level to another and uh, just to also work with the development production and the other so far thank goodness we did the twin declines uh, that is what saved us so far and uh, we feel we're in really good shape uh, with ventilation and what we have planned for next this rest of this year and next year with uh, using, a, as I say, a series of booster fans and uh, ventilation around uh, moving within the mine site. Yeah, okay. So there is a bit of a ventilation juggling act that's ongoing that you won't need to, you won't need to do after the uh, vent shaft is completed? Yeah. And uh, to answer your question, 190 cubic meters per second. That's more than I was expecting. Um, yeah. On the regional. Uh, Thank you. Uh, just sorry, Bryce. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> just jump into the regional uh, drill results. Uh, on the last conference call, we discussed the you know the Barbasco status. At that time, I think you were one hole done, and the second hole was in progress. Um, now, in the disclosure, you mentioned that there's a slow start to the drill program, and those assays are delayed to Q4. Is that related to slow drilling in the second hole or the third or fourth holes? I guess what I'm uh, getting at is what does the slow start refer to? Yeah, it's a good question, Bryce. The issue is is we we had some issues with the contractor with maintenance of the rigs and that, which we we're having uh, some breakdowns, particularly with the second rig they brought in. So 
So we've worked with them now, we've got that resolved. But the issue is, Bryce, we're doing kilometer long holes and we're drilling at about a 45 degree angle. And that's, as you know, those are tough holes to do. Your progress, it's, it's a difficult hole and, and also they tend to flatten out on us. So it, it is challenging. Um, we, we just have to keep working with the, uh, with the contractor. And also too, the, we're, as we're moving further and further to the south, the logistics are getting a bit more challenging with um, uh, moving people in and out. So we're actually setting up some remote camps to improve our efficiencies there. So uh, it, it's it's just that it's I think a nature of the type of drilling that we're doing. Our team feels we need to do these types of holes uh, in order to really be able to cut across the different structures and see what's happening. Okay, so big drill strings and uh, some maintenance issues. Yeah, and we've had the last two holes too because you're at, again working at that 45 degree angle big drill strings, we've had some, it's taken us a little longer to get the rods out of the hole too than, than normal. Um, and in the core, is it competent rock that you're seeing? Yes, yeah. There's there's some, you know, there's, it, it's always challenging, Bryce, with these types of deposits. Uh, the things that where we have seen definitely some faults that we've crossed, which is great, because those are the plumbing systems that we're looking for. Um, so, but generally it's competent rock. Yeah. Good, good core recovery. I think you mentioned uh, four holes are completed and that five and six are about to get started here near term. How many holes do you plan for Barbasco? Is, is that a 10-hole program? It was originally going to be about a six-hole program, uh, Bryce, and hole five is at about 400 metres now. Hole six, they're moving the rig as we speak. Um, and so that's why what we're doing now is saying, you know, what we're seeing is of interest. That's about all I, you know, we can say right now. So we're still waiting for the assays, but the geology looks very interesting. And so, yeah, we're we think we want to keep this program going, and then we'll just bring in another rig and move and get it, bring in another team and, and get going on Puerto Princesa. So there's, I, I would say, there's a very good chance we're going to increase our exploration program for the year and keep things going. Yep. Okay. Got it. Uh, thanks a lot for that. Keep well and uh, talk to you again soon. Cheers. Great. Thanks, Bryce. Your next question comes from Carrie Smith from Haywood Securities. Please go ahead. Morning, Ron and Alessandro. Ron, could you talk a little bit about the block model reconciliation through to the end of Q2, just how it's been relative um, to what you'd expect in the model? Yeah. Uh, hi, Carrie. Um, yeah, it's actually been really, it's been great. Um, we have not had any issues at all. Um, there was, we actually, it was one of, Alessandro mentioned a little bit about completion. That was one of the tests that we had to do from the very, from the start of production up until uh, at end of Q1. And we were essentially on slightly above on both tons and grade. And we're not talking, it's like 100, 304%. So the model is holding up very well. Uh, to and and remember, Carrie, this is the model that we inherited from Kinross. We really haven't done a lot of work to this uh, to this model. So um, I think it just shows what a great ore body Fruta del Norte is. And yeah, it's uh, the model's held up very well. That's that's good news. And and can you? I can't remember if you've done this, and if you have, if you could just remind me, have you given any guidance? 
on grade in the second half, either even just directionally, whether it's you're expecting the grade to be better than the 11, it was right around 11 grams you had in the first half. Yeah, no, we haven't got to that granular. Um, part of the issue, as you know, Carrie, with an underground mine is, um, you know, some stopes are bigger than what you'd anticipated, uh, which in our case is, has mostly been the case, uh, like, but, you know, some, so, and, and also as what we're talking with, with Bryce, with our ventilation, uh, side of things too, we're having to move things along. So it, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a moving picture, but we're generally on track for the year is all we, what we can say at this point in time. Okay, so we should kind of expect similar grade, I guess, in the second half then. Um... Yeah, yeah, similar to, or, you know, close, maybe closer to the average grades. Okay, to reserve grade, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, and, um, and you talked about, um, the SVR that you, you're actually drilling another pilot hole in a different location just to maybe see if you can, if it's better rock conditions, which would allow you to maybe change the location. Is that um, a likely possibility, Ron? Like, I mean, if you did that, would that push out the completion? No, that's, that's actually a really good question, Carrie. And I've, I noticed when we were working through our script that we've got to mention that that Q2, when we talked about that second hole, that Q2 takes into account if we stay with SVR, what we call SVR1, the current location, or if we have to switch to SVR2, we will still be done in Q2. Um, the reason we did that, Carrie, is we just weren't sure, even with the 2.1 meter raise, um, how, that, how that existing area that we're working in would hold up. Um, so, you know, touch wood, it's held up very well. We're actually almost done the 2.1 meter raise now. And um, so it's insurance, uh, Carrie. It's an opportunity. What we'll probably do is we will move the rig once the 2.1 meter raise is done is move it over and actually do the pilot hole there just to keep, we, we, need, we just need to keep it some having a plan A and plan B um, in place now. Uh, because this has just gone on for too, too long. But we, we've, the team feels very confident. Um, we've brought in some really good uh, people to, to look at it. And, um, you know, it's, yeah, we feel confident this will work and uh, with the concrete lining. I got you. And how, just remind me how deep the, uh, the raise is that you're drilling, how long it is. Uh, two hundred and uh, two hundred ninety-seven meters. Okay, and you're almost finished that that two point one meter diameter raise now. Okay. Yeah, we've got less than thirty meters to go to the surface. Okay. It's okay. Gone very okay. Well. Great. Awesome. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, Terry. Have a good summer. Ladies and gentlemen, as a reminder, should you have a question, please press star followed by one. There are no further questions at this time. Please proceed. Thanks, Grant. Thank you everyone for taking the time to uh, listen in this morning on the conference call. We look forward to providing uh, ongoing updates with uh, SVR uh, exploration. And um, I guess the one other last closing comment is uh, many of you seen we have a new government in in Ecuador. 
I have to say it's um, what they've done in the country in his short time, President Lasso has been amazing. One of the things we didn't mention in the call today is we now, uh, our employees and contractors, we're over 90% of our employees with uh, are, have at least one dose. We are close to 20% being fully vaccinated. Um, this program started in uh, end of June. So it's only been uh, six weeks. Uh, the government is coming to site every week, doctors with vaccinations and uh, the government's done an amazing job in the country overall to, to push vaccinations and to try to reopen the economy. And so I just, that's one thing on a closing note uh, about uh, the status in Ecuador. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great rest of your summer. Be safe. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your conference call for today. We thank you for, for participating and ask that you please disconnect your lines. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc thank you for listening to tsx quarterly if you enjoyed the cast remember to leave a good rating and remember for any additional inquiries please consult the company's investor relations section on their website See you next time.